And welcome to Team David Podcast. God help you. It's happening. And, <laughs> so apparently we've been told our entire lives that our conversations are very entertaining and people requested that we actually start a podcast. I don't think any of them have ever had a sustained conversation. So they, they get like, you know, a few seconds of that, the, the random nonsense. And now they're asking for, you know, extended periods of time. We'll see how this pans out. Yeah. Yeah, to say the least. I mean, we... Hmm. <laughs> I I actually honestly feel like my wife can even only handle me in small doses. Uh, yeah, let alone both of us. Yeah. God bless her. She's a saint. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's actually, like, why she's okay with me still being in the fire service. Oh, 100%. Like, she only has to deal with me, like, two days every third. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I figured, I figured we've... God, we've known each other for 20, 27 years, 28 years, somewhere in there. 28 years, yeah. Yeah, that's it. When you tried to murder my father. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, I didn't know. I was only four. You want to make this a therapy session and get that off your chest? Or? No. <laughs> <Not at all. laughs> like... Uh, I'm, I'm good. I, I mean, I'm, he's good. He's still around. That's that's because I stopped you from murdering him. See what the, what the listener does not know is that uh, my dad, his Mark Richter, he's he's a great man. Um, he's definitely allergic to cats and bees. And my young friend here uh, decided that I needed a cat in my life in my very small apartment when we were living in North College Hill. And well, he tried to send me home with a cat, which in turn would have killed my father. <laughs> But, I mean, in all fairness, I didn't know. I was only four. Well, you did. Yeah. yeah. Murder like, was a, a loose concept. <laughs> yeah, loose. Because like, even back then, like, you know, Sonic the Hedgehog, you just respond. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Yeah, Response always a thing. Uh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, unless it's real life, then it's not. Yeah, no. It's... Well, depending on who you talk to. Yes. So. We have already gotten sidetracked. Yeah. <laughs> This is this is what you're in tune for. This is uh, this is what you're you're gonna get week in week out. Yeah, buckle up. You guys get 45 minutes to an hour of this once a week, and just so you remember though that you clicked on this link, not us. That's a fact. You you chose this life. <laughs> it's, it's out of our hands. Uh, we're just putting it out there for you to you know enjoy or hate it. I don't care. But so this is our introduction episode, and we're going to talk about who we are, where we came from, and why we're doing this. I don't know so much why. You know, I think we already established the why. Yeah, I think we got the why covered. Yeah, people ask us to do this. We may have to re- revisit that later down the line. <laughs> yeah, might have to reassess. Like yes. after the first couple episodes, so like, yeah, you want us to keep doing this? Yeah, are mm-hmm. you sure? Well, all right. I guess the viewer will tell us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so basically, we're gonna we're gonna back this up twenty eight years ago. Mm-hmm. No, that's not too bad. That's <laughs> that's all. Bad. But I should get my therapist on the phone for this one. Yeah. So basically, we came together in this fashion, I guess, back in Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the original, not the remake. Yeah, the original. Yep. Because um, back then you could only have, and I think it's actually still true to this day, I'm not sure to be honest with you, I haven't tried to mess with it, because Team Damage is Team Damage, mm-hmm. but uh, the original Call of Duty Modern Warfare, you could only have four characters, 
improve your clam tank. And we used to host a lot of land parties, which oh, wow. you, you young kids probably don't even know what a land party is. God help me. I mean, that was, that was happening back in the day. Yeah, that was, we'd, we'd all get up here to Sean's house in Dayton, Ohio. Yep. And we'd bring our TVs and our Xboxes and our Ethernet cables. There's TVs everywhere. <laughs> and actually, we were just remembering that, like, once there was a time where Seth tried to hide the Ethernet cables and ran it across the fireplace while there was a fire in the fireplace. <laughs> and then we caught, like, and, like we were drinking, so we didn't know he did it. No. <laughs> um, and then randomly, like, the internet just shut off to yep. all the Xboxes, and we were like, what the hell is that smell? Actually, the first thing, the very, very first thing that popped up, before even that, who's cheating? Who disconnected my cable? Because <laughs> it was that competitive in the house. <laughs> I remember, because Chris got so mad. He got so mad. Who disconnected my Xbox? <laughs> then, then the smell started wafting, like, oh my god, my house might be on fire. <laughs> Oh, and uh, this is the start. This yeah, is how and, it goes. And we then we proceeded to berate Seth like for the rest of the night. Actually, probably the rest of that week. We still do. Honestly. Yeah, I mean, the next time I see him, I'm probably gonna bring it. <laughs> yeah, and it was. Those were the, some of the most memorable nights. Oh yeah. When we had, you know, not only just our group of friends um, and the original Damon members, but we would have um, people from the 88th from the Air Force. Yeah, uh, for my unit that would come in and, and guest appear. Uh, you know, we had Joe show up every now and again, um, especially for the the endless playlist on rock band. Oh God, yeah, yeah. that was D- Joe. Uh, to paint a, a picture for our viewer, uh, Joe is a like six four, six five. Um, he's just he's huge. He's over three hundred pounds. He's just he's just he's a mountain. And the picture of that man in his BDUs with his BDU top off. There's anybody microphone singing, you know, all, all these random songs for the endless playlists well into, you know, it started at nine o'clock at night after shift because we're on swings and played till almost 5 a.m. And it went from enunciating songs to, <laughs> but he stuck it out. He did. Yes, he did. He did. We were, we were all dead tired. Of <laughs> I don't I, think I was drumming properly. <laughs> I think I actually called off work. <laughs> But, we were all dead. But anyway, now that we've completely gone on another tangent. Yep, there it is. Like we said, this is what you guys are in store for. <laughs> um, so in the original Modern Warfare, you could only have four characters. And we could not decide on what we wanted our clan to be. Because, I mean, we played people as far as L.A. Oh, yeah. We had um, L.A. Uh, for sure. Um, the one character, Go for Nuts, that we played with. He was from yeah. Seattle, Washington. Uh, yeah, we were everywhere. So, But we, we couldn't figure it out. And I think it was it was me and you. We were sitting here, like, doing something, and I said, screw it, like, I'm just going to play. And I kept saying, damn it. Because you kept dying. Yeah, because I couldn't get around the corner, and <laughs> everybody was just laying me out. And then you joined in, and you started playing, too, and you started yelling, damn it. And then we realized <laughs> that we were just nonstop yelling, damn it, because we were dying. Constantly. Um, and then Sean had the bright idea of just putting D-M-N-T yep. in the clan tag. And so that started the team damn it. Yep. Yeah, and it has evolved since then. <laughs> it's quite storied and illustrious life, <laughs> right? But I still maintain, like, if if it ever, if we ever merchandise, if for some odd reason, like thirteen year old kids start wearing like Team Damn It apparel, I think we've made it. Yeah, or but we've also, completely cursed everyone. 
Well, yeah. But I also want to be there for that moment where, like, that kid has to explain to his mom <laughs> what DMT stands for. Well, mom, you see. <laughs> These guys from Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You kept getting stabbed in the face. <laughs> A lot. Yeah, and yelling, damn it. <laughs> uh, but, so then we, we kind of moved from there, and we just, I don't know, we, we were... A video game group for like the longest time. Oh yeah, and with, with consistency, and you know, it's I guess in retrospect, looking back um, through our careers, uh, years in the fire service, mine in the air force, and now both of us in the fire service, uh, working crazy hours, and all of our friends working crazy hours, and we still have such a tight knit bond with the the original members of Team Dammit, um, yeah. and it's 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 fully lived on now, and you, you think about the. The grand scheme of things, you know, Call of Duty came out in 2007, 2008, somewhere yeah, in there. Somewhere around there. But we've been going strong since then. You know, it's that spanned from modern warfare now to uh, to battlefields, the GTAs, uh, and it's it's everywhere. You know, there's a, you know, uh, an official, damn it, uh, GTA group, and that's that's a whole another day and a whole another subject in GTA, but. Yeah, we, I think we actually would probably spend an entire episode podcast just reminiscing about GTA Five. Okay, quarter testing. <laughs> Stop blowing up my Bel Air. That poor car. But, yeah, we kind of put that through the ringer. I, I actually think I drove it less than how much it got blown up. One hundred percent. Yeah, because I do remember there was the one when you know GTA came out. It was so buggy. Oh yeah, and it would you could. There was that one time you could blow things up in people's garages, and I made a day out of literally just C4 in your, your Bel Air over and yeah. over and over. I went broke yeah. from like a few hundred thousand dollars in yeah. insurance. Hey, James, we need to do missions because I, I don't have any cash. Why don't you have cash? I'll be blowing up your Bel Air. <laughs> There's there so many Bel Air carcasses in your garage. God. <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> you guys will also find out too. Like we were like the worst best friends ever. Oh yes. Like we constantly pretty like play pranks. Ruthless. Like, I mean, I I actually go out of my way. Like I actually have been spending time on the new Modern Warfare in downtime without the group to surprise Sean <laughs> oh my with God. snow camo oh, on God. my on my guns. Here we go. That was yeah. only a matter of time. It's not a legit. Camo pattern. I mean, you tell that to Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> Here we go. I'm pretty sure I've seen that movie Sniper, and I'm pretty sure he was sitting on top of that mountain, and nobody saw him there because he had snow camo. I immediately hate this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was optimistic, and I'm just, I'm just so pessimistic about it. <laughs> I actually don't even want to do it anymore. <laughs> to get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> but, so yeah, and then we... We, we went from there, and we were just a solid gamer group for a while, and then I had the bright idea to turn my fandom into a business mm-hmm. with the comic book store. Yep. And that, we'll save that for another episode, too. Yeah, owning your own small business ain't all it's cracked up to be kids. Yeah, that's a fact. Especially comic books. You actually, like, if you open a comic book store, you learn to hate comics. Yeah. I definitely turned from a you know, I love that. Well, first and foremost, you had that was your baby. Oh, to, yeah. you know, even me not really caring for him anymore. It's just you know, it, it turned into work, and 
and it wasn't the good work. You know, there's such things that you see people say that, uh, you know, enjoy what you do and you never work another day in your life. Like, you know, mm-hmm. There's another side to that. Yeah, they can suck a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you that right now. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it, it, it wasn't all bad. I mean, we did make a lot of friends. Oh, absolutely. We, we extended the family that is now under the umbrella of Team Dammit. Yes. And all the people we met, and like that became part of the family through that store. But namely, like we added, uh, you know, some core members to the group uh, with Cameron. Yes. Um, AJ. Mm-hmm. Your brother, yep. which I mean that that had a thing like brought your brother back into your life, Adam. Yep. Uh, and then we and even now we're still adding people. Always, always. Uh, like Dan, he's kind of slowly yep. coming into the group, but we're wearing but, him down. Yeah. <laughs> but like so, so Cam's one of our one of our members, Cameron, mm-hmm. um, is a member of the team Dammit, but he's also decided to be like a redheaded stepchild. And, yes. and go off and do his own things as well, which is fine. I mean, we don't have any contracts or anything. I just like to think I own that ass. Right, it's a, he's rebel scum at this point. I wouldn't think that. That's <laughs> but, uh, but him and Dan like kind of do their own thing with uh, Right On Dude podcast. Mm-hmm. And, and Cam does a lot on his Twitch channel, which he's actually got me streaming now on Twitch. Yep. I don't know why anybody wants to watch me drink and carry on on video games. They might want us to do a podcast. Yeah, that's true too. <laughs> These are life questions. Yeah, but <laughs> so you know, so we have our, our core members of the team, and, and I say team because I don't know what else to call it. To be honest, it's it's team. Yeah, you, you can't really just go around and say team. I mean, you can. I mean, people are just gonna think you're randomly cussing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so after this, like you know, we we had the store. Mm-hmm. Um, the store was actually successful. Yes, absolutely. But um, all of the admin and like financial shit, like stuff, and all the paperwork, the yes. monotonous stuff, that was all on my shoulders, and I just couldn't take it. Yeah. Um, and being offered a lot of money to go back to the fire department, which I had separated from, mm-hmm. you know, made the call. And it's you know, me and Amy were trying to have a kid, and yeah. all that. So it was just it just made more sense financially to not be, for lack of a better way of saying it, gambling. Right. On an industry that is actually like crumbling on itself, yeah. Um, but it has given me PTSD. Absolutely. Like I actually feel bad because uh, Dave from Rocket Roosters in Cincinnati actually like texted me the other day and asked me if I was going to come pick up my pool list. And after a year and a half, I felt so terrible because I thought he'd already put it back. <laughs> uh, but he, he's he's a loyal shop owner and you know he's a good friend of mine and. He actually held on to it for a year and a half and was still pulling stuff for me. Now it's now it's a stack of comics that looks like a, a book of war and peace. It's just right. It's huge. Right. But that I mean the And that's that's money out of his pocket. Yeah. That you know he set aside. So actually I do feel bad about that. Now at some point I probably will hurt <laughs> But it's I mean it's and we've discussed it before. It's and probably another topic in another day, but briefly it's you know, the advent of instant gratification with you know Amazon same day deliveries and right. you know these 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 places that are small business, your your brick and mortars in your hometowns, they really do need your support because the big box places are going to run them out. You know, um, this is the age of instant gravitations, has its pros, has its cons. Um, but the guys in your hometown that are relying on that, they need you. Oh yeah, I mean, if, if anybody listening actually like goes out 
and goes to a comic book store, it's, it's actually a, it's a whole different experience than oh, just yeah. getting a comic book. Oh, absolutely. Like the, the conversations I had with individuals um, that would come into the store, like which probably some of the best conversations I had. Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, it, it got me into a couple of different things too. I was never big into Magic the Gathering, but then yeah. you know, a couple of the guys came in and ordered me into playing, and next thing you know, like I'm going to like tournaments, not in my store, and actually like competing. And taking it out on me. Yeah, I mean, I love Hydra decks. I do not. I know you don't. <laughs> I hate that deck. <laughs> I, I don't even want to talk about that deck. That's fine. You can you can have PTSD. Yeah, yeah, I do. There's counters everywhere in my dreams, and I don't like it. Hey, yeah. God, I hate magic so much. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, and, it, and when we decided to close up, it was it was just like bittersweet. Yeah. I mean, we also were looking at the trends of the comic book industry, and we were noticing that. A lot of the fans were actually just fans of the movie and not fans of the books. Yes. Um, which is, is hard for a product to be sold when people don't actually even know what they're looking at. Right. And I will say that you know, Marvel Studios, um, it's certainly done, it has its, very much has its pros and cons. Uh, you bring It's got people you know asking about Captain America and talking. However, um, that also breeds a lot of just wanting to know about Marvel Studios. Uh, I can't tell you how many times we sat at that counter. Uh, you have the young guy walking and girl walking, and they want to know about a character, you know, such as we'll go with Doctor Doom or the Fantastic Four or any of those. And they had no idea that there was anything outside the movies. They didn't know that they, you know Doom has had his own run, or there's future foundations, or or so on and so forth. And it's hard. It's it's hard to get that across to make them understand it. Oh, so I mean we. One of the best nights is when we got drunk in the store after hours. And ate a ton of pizza. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so much La Rosa's. Yeah, I don't even remember why I ordered them. Like, so that's also a thing, too. <laughs> I was wondering if this is going to come up. <laughs> apparently, apparently, when I get drunk, my wallet needs to be taken from me. I'm not going to take it from you. Somebody has to. It puts food in my mouth. It, it's actually getting to a point where Amy's going to kill me if I keep doing it. So when I get drunk, apparently I'm like, everybody gets food, including the homeless dude, like, down the street. <laughs> like, I don't know why. Like, I get, like, this random, like, oh, man, I need food. Yeah. But because I need food, that means everybody else needs food. Yes. And I can't be that guy that just orders food for himself. I mean, you're doing service. Right. So I have to order food for everybody and make sure there's plenty to go around. How much did you spend the Taco Bell? My, my record for Taco Bell, which is unbroken, and I've tried to break it. <laughs> I really have, actually. Um <laughs> Not not sober. Uh, <laughs> trying to break it. But uh, my my record is eighty dollars for one drive through experience at Taco Bell. Now that being said, though, I actually only bought well, it was sixty five dollars. Yes. Worth of cheesy gordita crunches. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I bought sixty five dollars worth of cheesy gordita crunches. I don't remember doing it. Yeah, you had that was that was actually my twenty first birthday. Yes, uh, because our buddy Jimmy, who is a, one of the original members of Team Damn It, mm-hmm. if this if you're catching a pattern, <laughs> like Team Damn It is a thing, and we yeah, and we go out and carry on. Mm-hmm. But Jimmy decided to buy me what was it? It was a uh, Starry Night. Starry Nights, yes. Yeah, it's a uh, three parts Goldschlager to one part Yeg. Something along those lines. Yeah, something weird. And I'd been drinking pretty heavily. Like, we'd already done, like, what, like, five or 
five or six Irish car bombs and you know, your school and stuff. And he walks up to me and hands that to me, and he's like, "Here, drink this." And I drank it and didn't even notice it. I was like, "Oh, whatever." I was like, "No, no, look at it, Goldschlager." And I'm like, right. "Thanks, buddy, for your frou frou shit." <laughs> and so he's like, "Oh, okay," and like he went off and got me another one yep. and brought it over. And I don't remember drinking the second one. Well, why the third one? There was a third one. There was a third one. I'm just now finding out. <laughs> um, but I vaguely remember being in the Taco Bell drive-thru, yep. which was the next memory I have after the second Goldschlager. You know, I don't really remember the second, but <laughs> you catch my point. Um, I vaguely remember being in the Taco Bell drive-thru, and I remember then I remember waking up the next morning. And I woke up on Sean's couch, and I was trying to figure out why there was cheesy Gordita crunch wrappers everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. I mean, they were in the couch cushions. <laughs> and the guys proceeded to start laughing at me and tell me, like, you spent $80 at Taco Bell last night. I said, what the hell? Mm-hmm. And they said, yeah, like, you bought 25 cheesy Gordita crunches. It came out to, like, 65 something dollars. And when we got to the window, you threw $80 at the guy and said that you felt bad for ordering that much food that late at night. And so here's 15, an extra $15 as a tip. Yep. I was like, well, that does sound like me. Yep. Oh yeah. yeah. And then I proceeded to find cheesy gordita crunches everywhere in my house. Yeah. Like you text me like a week later. Yeah. I was still finding them. Yeah. I found them underneath the table. I found them underneath the couch. I would find them. It was like an Easter egg hunt, but with tacos. I mean, it was. <laughs> I mean, that's not a bad Easter. <laughs> Until it starts to go bad and start to be like, oh, well, yeah. Uh, I smell one. There's one, there's one around here somewhere. <laughs> Is it in the bookshelf? Why would the asshole put cheesy gordita crunch in my bookshelf? Well, because when we're drunk, that's, that's how it tends to be. And likewise, when you order food, yeah. I, I need a adult, an adult supervisor at all points. So, and that's the other thing. Like, we're the worst combo. 100%. Because I order a ton of food. And then Sean's habit when I order a ton of food is to just get over the top messy with it. <laughs> I'd like to think of it as enjoying it. <laughs> sure. To, to the fullest extent. <laughs> yeah, if you put banana cream cake oh, on my mom's ceiling, that's not enjoying it. That's just throwing cake on my mom's ceiling. Listen, the ceiling had a good feng shui for that cake, and it needed to be there. And then we, <laughs> I remember we left, and the phone call came through, <laughs> and I was sitting in the back seat of Chris's uh, truck. And you were—I remember you were sitting shotgun, and I heard her yelling at you from the back seat. <laughs> oh, she was demanding because, like, well, literally, okay. So we'll, we'll summarize this story real quick. Sean and James were drunk again together. Oh. Big surprise. <laughs> Chris was, you know, our DD, and we went to my mom's condo which i don't remember oh because you were you were going to rhinos in eastgate for some right. reason and yeah. you got hit on by the crackheads yeah yeah you saved me from a method yeah i saved you from a method you did legitimately yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah so we went back to my mom's condo and, and my mom had a, a banana cake sitting on the counter mm-hmm. and there was a banana sitting next to it as well and in sean's infinite wisdom he's like well the banana needs to be in the banana cream cake that's what makes a banana cream cake. Yeah. And so he stabs the cake with the unpeeled banana. And I proceeded to go, what the fuck, Sean? <laughs> and then I can't even remember what you said. I think you just simply said it's a celebration. Uh, yeah, that sounds about right. And then you just heaved the <laughs> entire cake 
onto the, like, literally, like, against the ceiling, and it's stuck. And that's when Chris was like, you drunk assholes, we're leaving right now. <laughs> oh my god, I do remember, it's stuck to the ceiling. We made it from Eastgate to simply Milford. Yeah. So, like, literally three exits up the road yep. on 275, and my mom was demanding that we turn around and come clean her house. Yeah, I, we were going to get beat if we turned around. Well, I, I lied to her. I was like, Mom, we're already halfway to Dayton. Yeah. I was you like, saved our lives. Yeah, we're already up 75. There's nothing we can do. Mom, if you're listening, we were absolutely three exits away from you. I'll be honest. Like, my mom actually listening to this podcast is the one that I think that actually scares me the most. Between your mom and my dad. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Could you imagine tag team powers? Actually, if they were like a tag team WWE match, oh, we're, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> Turn it. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, we had gone way off on tangent. Oh, it caught me surprised. Right. Um, but so, just smack the mic. It's okay. Um, but so we, from the store on, like, you know, we carried on. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've kind of went to hiatus the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because we've been doing, um, you know, focusing on actual careers that pay money. You know, uh, both of us, I went back to the fire service and Sean came into the fire service. Because you talked me into it. Yeah. You just wore me down. Yeah, little did you know. <laughs> that was the long kind. You got me good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, and that, but we've always kind of had like those side projects. Yeah, know, yeah. I've, I've done the comic book thing. I still am doing the comic book thing. In um, which, actually, too, like, the comic book story has like been around almost as long as Team Gaming. Yeah. And we just actually just never did anything with it. It was always an idea. Yeah. And then we'd always add to the idea. And then finally just, you know, so many ideas and it, it just it it came to fruition with you and it's taken off, you know? Yeah. Um it became one of those situations like originally so since A three thousand started as a joke. Mm-hmm. Um, between pre-team damn it friends. Yeah. High school friends. Yeah. It was it was me, John. You and yeah, and, and John. Despise John. Um, who actually like we don't even really I heard yeah, yeah. I haven't heard anything from him in a while. Um, but yeah, it started as like a simple like joke zombie book. Yep. And it was like a webcomic. Yep. And it was just over the top like like gore and you know, how, how like, what stupid shit can I say and do and get away with? And I always had a black T-shirt with blue jeans and this like giant death metal base that you drew in, and you know, it <laughs> yeah. was a huge joke. Yeah, your your death metal base warhammer. Yep, it was like your weapon of choice, and mm-hmm. John was full metal black ass. Yep, he had the the, uh, the robotic right arm. Yep. Yeah, and for some reason, like I just like always carried around a katana because. That's the stereotypical thing to do in a zombie apocalypse, apparently. Or it's like your video game styles and you just keep slicing me in the face. I mean, it's, yeah. it's kind of a thing. It, it suits you. Yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> and I've always had the mohawk, too. Yep. It, interestingly enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it started as a joke and then like it kind of, it really evolved. Like, because all of a sudden it gained some kind of random popularity on John's like blog page. Yeah. Like that, to, that's like live, live journal days. Like that was. Yeah. Yeah. To the point where, like, people were actually asking John when, like, the next one was going to come out. Yep. I do remember that. Yeah. So it was, but then it, it got shelved for a while. And, like, I mean, I still wrote mm-hmm. for it. And, like, I just saved it to my computer. 
computer, like just or like in a journal, just held on to it. Yeah. But it wasn't until after the store that I was like, hang on. Yeah. Like, what if I actually just did that? Yeah. Just, you know, eh, why not? So, yeah, we've uh, been working on the comic book thing. And that's kind of, and then, you know, of course, obviously, like when we were like, what's, uh, what began are we going to put this under? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that was something to think about. I think that, and that even just popped in naturally. I mean, that wasn't yeah. even, like, the, 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 question came up and it went even a few seconds later we just we just knew you know and it was it fit it was a it was team damn it and under damn it comics yep and you know and it's it's a, it's a bond that's you know every single one of us is the exception of Cameron because he's kind of a sissy but we you know we love you Cameron uh he, he does like a skinny jeans but he has a fantastic ass that's a fact jeans. yeah that's a fact look him up on Facebook it's wonderful yeah. um but you know we would Bonded in ink, you know. I we all have an ink tattoo of you know DMT, and you know, it was funny. Like, I actually forgot about that tattoo, too. You just said that. There you go. See, it, it's even on my leg. Yep, mine's on my chest. Uh, yeah, we got a uh, what was it? I got I got Ryu from Street Fighter, I got Dr. Doom, and Adam got Mega Man. Yep, and Kim backed out, backed out, bitch. <laughs> AJ, AJ technically backed out, but he never actually, like, formally backed out. He was just kind of like AFK the day. That's the, his thing, yeah. Yeah, he was just AFK the day we were sending those texts out. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, three days later, it was like, oh, you guys got tattooed? Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was AFK. BRB. <laughs> like, I was actually pleasantly surprised the other night. He actually jumped in and was playing Modern Warfare with us. That was, that was fun. Yeah, I was a little taken aback by that one. Of course, it was also the night that I was sleep deprived and ended up bailing out early. So the one night that he did jump on, I ended up. Yeah. Yep. But uh, yeah, this is this is kind of us. And then you know, so we we started doing the cons. Yes. I started doing the conventions. Um, which I mean, we did the conventions with the comic book store, but we were a retailer. Yep. Which was super stressful. Oh God. Yeah. And. Backbreaking work, yes. like setting up the booths and stuff like that, just hauling everything in. Uh, and then we kind of moved away from there. And, you know, now that I'm doing the artist thing, like setup takes us like two seconds. Yes. And the thing about uh, you know going to these cons for you people listening, uh, you know these these people that you see at vendors, um, minus the big the big chain people that show up, uh, a lot of these these local artists in the towns that show up, they're loading all that stuff in, and it's all on them. And I remember the very first experience that we had down at the Cincinnati Expo, and we were kind of you know learning our way through through the ropes, and it, it was all on us from start to finish. It was all on us. You know, there was no help from staff or volunteers. It was you figure it out. Here's your spot, and it's it's manual labor. It's it's up to you to make the booth how you want it, and, and move the product and and everything. And sometimes you had a dolly. Sometimes you're making 65 trips back and forth to the truck to get everything in one good thing to do. Let's be honest, because it was me. It was 70% of the time we were just making 65 trips because I always forgot the dollar. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what we do anyways. Yeah, like it, the standard with me and Sean is <laughs> if any project in our house that we decide to take on ourselves, there's a minimum standard yes. of at least, what, six trips to Lowe's? No less. Yeah. This last time, we put in a microwave in my house. Yep. Above the above the stove microwave. You would think microwave comes with everything you need. Nope. 
didn't. Surprise. So we went back. Mm-hmm. And over the course of six trips. Yes. No us. We got washers and drill bits mm-hmm. and bolts. Went back and got other washers. Drilled new holes. Drilled new holes. <laughs> and I, it's safe to say now, though, like, if a nuke goes off. That thing's staying. And my house gets leveled. That that microwave will still be there. That's where Fallout Three is going to start. Is that your microwave? Yeah, I'm cool. <laughs> that thing is bomb proof. <laughs> we anchored that thing so well. <laughs> well, because I, I got so mad because like the the washer, the original washers we got, they were the right size. Right. But while we were tightening them down, they bit. Yes. So I went back and what I got like high grade steel like, washers. Yeah, like space age metal. Like it was. <laughs> The shit that they put in the space shuttle is what we end up buying. And it was just out. I mean, it was out of this world. There's there's two mottos that Team Dammit goes with. <laughs> That's it. And one is one is overkill is underrated. Right. Which I think if you look at anything me and Sean have done, as well as a lot of the members on the team, yep. um, it's very obvious that yes. overkill is underrated. Yes. The other one is complete success or utter failure. <laughs> That's That's the main banner. That's... Yeah, yep. we really don't know any in between. There's no, yeah, there is no in between. Yeah. Going, going, and that, that actually, that motto has been there since as long as Team Gambit as well, because that was the night me, you, and Jimmy were playing Model Warfare, mm-hmm. and I, I, for some reason, I was running heavy gun. Something, yeah. I don't know why. Because it's you. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and, and this. The enemy team was like in one room and we could not get them out. Yep. And you guys just kept saying, go in there and get them, go in there and get them. And you guys would throw flashbangs in. And then my dumb ass would just run around the corner and just start laying waste. Yes. Get shot. But then because they shot me, it would point out on the map where they were at. And then you and Jimmy would actually go in. Yeah. Technically. Yeah. (laughs) And so that's... That, that kind of coined the phrase of complete success or utter failure because there was complete success on your guys' side, yeah. utter failure on mine. No in between. Yeah. It, it, it works. It's it, I, that, I say that motto in that facet is, you know, applied to many aspects of our life at this point. <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid it's actually applying to my son too at times. Ah, well, you're doomed. Yeah, yeah, I really am. <laughs> for, for, for those that actually don't know me that well, which I'm going to assume is quite a lot. Uh, I actually, I have a, God, he'll be two in February. He's, he's Time's flying. Yeah. But at a year and a half old, uh, actually, this actually happened the day that we were headed to the Louisville Comic Con. Uh, we had two gallons of water for his humidifier. Mm-hmm. And jokingly, I told him, like, just pick him up. And mm-hmm. thinking, like, he'd fall over or something, like, uh-huh, it's cute. Yeah, yeah. you know. And uh, my son decides that he's just going to pick them both up. One, yes. in, one in each hand. And picks them up and proceeds to deadlift them up and start walking around the house carrying two gallons of water that were full. Where are you learning that from? I don't know. Mm. Yeah. So I tell Sean about this on our way down to Louisville uh, for a Comic-Con. And what did you say? I'm tired, James. <laughs> And I, to paint the picture, if you've ever seen the movie, uh, The Green Mile, and he says, you know, I'm tired, boss. And I thought about it. And in the, in the moment he's telling me this story, all I can think of is this scene. And realize, you know, as, as we mentioned earlier, it's 20, 20-something years. I'm just tired. 
a tire boss. <laughs> All your shenanigans. And now there is a new generation of of you, yeah. literally you, a yeah. spitting image of you that is just is starting off strong. I'm just tired. I'm worn out. Yeah. I don't know if I have this one. Well, you also said something about the, uh, like, great, he's a lunkhead just like his dad. Yep, that too. <laughs> yep. I just, it man. Actually, that trip to Louisville was what started this whole podcast stuff. Yes. Because we were joking around and, and doing, well, the Facebook live video, that was actually, uh, that was since I had Comic Expo. Where I surprised you with snow cave shorts and handcuffs. Are you talking about the joke that's been going on for an excessive amount of years? So, the listener, let me paint a picture here for you. When I, I was in the Air Force, uh, for, for about 10 years, and I was security forces. Um, it's essentially a military place. And the joke has always been, James is a cop as well. It's not a joke, though. You're not a cop. I am a We're cop. not going to start this. Not now. No. I don't... Where's your badge? I left it at home. I showed it to you. Already. No. No. So this joke has been going on for years that, you know, he's a detective, and so on and so forth. And this has actually spiraled into video games. This is at every turn... Unfortunately, of my life, and I don't still don't see it coming until it hits me in the face with a joke, and then this time he escalated it to the point where I literally had nothing to say to you. Yeah, we were driving down to the expo, and I were talking business and how things were going to go, and he started a a Facebook Live video, and and for you that are on our Facebook friends list and so on, the video is still there. Um, He started talking to the the booze. Is he? <laughs> that's weird because James doesn't do stuff like no, that. Yeah, it's, that's not his thing. And <laughs> it just, it, it didn't click until he started talking about the joke about being a cop. And he started rambling on how he's a cop and you're not a cop. And he's turning, and he's gauging my reaction because he keeps turning the, the camera to me and looking at me. And he's got this big shitty grin on his face. And I'm like, where are we doing? Where are we going with this? And uh, lo and behold, out of his pocket, he pulls a plastic shield. And a set of handcuffs. You see, I told you I was a cop. And I had nothing to say to you. You yeah. escalated to the point of props. I had nothing left to go It's not on. props, though. They were props. They, those were my handcuffs, they and that not. was my badge. And I think it literally said play school on the side of those handcuffs. No, I think it said party city. But that's not the they point. Close, close enough. <sighs> you just had nothing to say because I finally provided proof. Somehow that has manifested into this podcast, and I'm not okay with that. I am. I, <laughs> I bet you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, uh, we on our so that that kind of actually started this whole like people who were like saying like oh you guys need to do a podcast like just listening to your guys' conversation is hysterical. And then on our way to Louisville, we were doing it again, but this time we were just kind of like posting like the conversation bits like to Facebook, yes, social media, and people just started like you guys need just need to do a podcast. This shit's hysterical. And I'm like, I don't see it. But I think it's like part of that like self-image thing. Like when you look in the mirror, you're like, "Oh man, I'm fat." Yeah. And everybody else is like, "Oh no, you're not." Yeah. I think I think it might be like that for us. Like it's not really that entertaining. It's just us acting like assholes to each other. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty normal. I mean, either way, this has been part of the course every single day of my life. Yeah. Unfortunately, since you tried to murder my father, that's yeah. really what this boils down to. You trying to kill. And it's, it's even it's even escalated to the points too that like Xander gets in on it. 
He does. Every day, every day we we have a phone call in the morning. Uh, it's, it's, you know, uh, James Our is morning conference call. Yeah, James is obviously my, my best friend, and we the phone call started as a uh, a way to decompress after you know a long shift or a tough shift, and then just kind of just kept going and kept going and kept going, and uh, now it's 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 a daily thing. I mean, it's every single day, and about seven thirty o'clock, we're both up and moving around, and we make a phone call, and now Xander. Oh, Xander's even to the point, too. Like, as soon as he gets in the truck to go to daycare, he's like, call Uncle Sean. Yeah. Call Uncle Sean. I'm like, okay. Yeah. We'll call Uncle Sean. Although you didn't answer the other day. Yeah, I was out. Uh, well, you, I had a councilman that was sitting there with me. and You paid the price for that. I did. That was a guilt trip through and through. There was a, there was a video that followed, sent through messages, and yeah, I, he laid it on me. That was pretty thick. Yeah. Yeah, Xander. He actually requested to make that video. I said, send Sean video. I said, okay, I'll send him a video. What do you want to say? Well, I mean, is Xander basically in like his little 20 month old voice was just like, Uncle Sean didn't answer. Yep. And he's like, please, 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 Uncle Sean answer. I was like, wow. <laughs> I'm glad that he's gotten your, your guilt tripping already. He's, yeah, he's, he's good, good at it. it. Yeah. He's good at it. He might actually be better than me. And between Xander and, of course, Joe and Joe breeding Jason and Olivia oh, with their guilt tripping. I don't know how I'm still around. Like yeah. I'm the scum of the earth at this point. <laughs> <laughs> but so this is this is kind of, I guess, yeah. I mean, so we we did the comic cons a lot this year. Yeah. Um, we have another one coming up actually in the Dayton area, uh, yep. Jim City in March. Quickly approaching. Yeah. yeah. And if you want to come meet us, we'll be there. Yeah, we'll be there. And that's the thing too is like even people that come visit us at the shows. Hmm. Have just, like we've literally had crowds at our table just standing there, yeah, listening to us just rip on each other, yeah. Because this last show, uh, Louisville, what was it? I did, uh, I turned Sean into a superhero, uh, yeah, yeah. I completely forgot about that until you just brought it back up, Maybe. yeah. It was, uh, it was four cheese coney Mahoney, <sighs> and I had, uh, the, uh, the bandolier of Maltovs, yes, little Jameson bottles, yeah, little Jameson bottles because he's Irish, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I had like the little like character stats of like he's only good for like two hours, and then after that the alcohol hits too much and it's expeditional decline. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what was my fighting style? Was uh, drunken master or whatever that's called? Uh, yeah, drunken boxing. Yeah. 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 I I dislike Black, so much. Blackout Richter. Blackout Richter, yes. Yeah. Blackout Richter and the his other alias was Fortis Cody Mahoney. That's when he gets a hold of Skyline. Oh yeah, a couple of Skyline. And well, even that outside of that, that was just for that show. If we go back even further, even go to the start of the shows, when we you know start show up as a retailer, um, James is an incredible artist, and for years I've been asking for him to, to do a Doctor Doom for me, and I have yet to get one. And why don't I ever get? I mean, let me let me clarify. Yeah. I do get Doctor Doom. Yeah, I was going to say you you've gotten actually a lot of Doctor Doom sketches out of me. Why am I upset about it? Well. Because it's always an artistic interpretation. No, Doctor Doom is not artistic. <laughs> it's not. It is a character. I mean, that's that's my artistic interpretation of Doctor Doom. Yeah. Yeah. One of the one of the earlier ones was uh, I did it, and it was Miss Piggy as yeah. Doctor Doom. Yeah. With a complete Kermit the Frog as Mister Fantastic. Yeah. Because I can't stand Reed. Yeah. 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 And the most recent one was uh, Doctor Doom. But it also had Baby Yoda on it, and Baby Yoda was like trying to do the the force touch, like make a peanut butter kind of thing. And he was 
There's one where he was sad because he dropped his ice cream cone. Well, yeah. Uh, you'd be sad, too, if you dropped your ice cream I don't care who you are. You could be Dr. Doom. You could be Hitler. If you drop your ice cream cone, you're upset. You're not wrong. I'm not going to dispute that, but the, the amount of shenanigans that goes on, I, and it's, it's completely spiraled. Like, I, I try, even tried to switch it up on him and ask for Galactus, thinking maybe that would break the, the joke. And I ended up with a beaker in Bunsen, Silver Surfer, and Galactus. <laughs> Which actually turned out to be one of the best drawings, I think. Yeah. That I said I actually I was willing to tattoo on my body. Right. And <laughs> that's what I got. I did not get Galactus with you know with his glorious helmet and his whole conflicted well, self. Beaker Beaker did have Galactus's glorious helmet. It was he a, did. It was just Beaker. He just had a giant mouth that had a caption bubble that said meep. Yeah. yeah. I don't see anything wrong with that. Of course you don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah, we still do the shows, and, and because of the stuff that we just talked about, we always end up with a crowd of people at our tables. Yes. Uh, this last show, Sean actually put up a sign. <laughs> I did. <laughs> and it was encouraging people to just simply ask him why he hated me. <laughs> and people... <laughs> people were actually legitimately asking, like, so why do you hate him? I had, like, a whole presentation He set. did. It was like... It was like all of a sudden, like people would ask, Sean would put on like almost like a business suit out of nowhere. <laughs> Thank you for asking. I'm yeah. to give you this presentation. <laughs> like I'm pretty sure if he could, he would have like popped up like a PowerPoint. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But you didn't come prepared for that. But let the record reflect. I outsold you at the show once. Once. I had it sold my fancy. <laughs> one day. <laughs> one day. <laughs> and it was something stupid, wasn't it? Like it was a smiley face. Yes, it was the stupidest smiley face you could have drawn possible. The, the only one I'm capable of drawing. Right. I have no artistic skill. <laughs> wasn't it? It was Chris. Yes. Yeah, Chris bought it for a dollar. Yep. Just so Sean could say that he sold fancy art at a con club. Yep. And you didn't sell anything that day. The one day you didn't sell anything. No, no, yeah, I didn't sell anything that day. That day was a that was that was a pretty dry day for me. But, but, uh, but, but that's that's why we won't be doing the Cincinnati Comic-Con anymore. <laughs> because I sold fancy art. <laughs> yeah, simply because Sean sold fancy art at Cincinnati Comic-Con and I didn't sell anything. That's exactly the reason. Listen, listener, I understand that he is putting up a good front, but this is exactly why we're not doing it. <laughs> yeah. Never, never mind the fact that, like, we've already talked about how uh, Comic-Con, you know, volunteers and people that run Comic-Con... Hearsay. You it's, know, we've already talked about how they, they're they not really helpful at all. Just opinion-based, that's all. Right. <laughs> the, the level of unhelpfulness of the Cincinnati comic Oh, man. <laughs> I, oh, man. I, I, could, I could, I that one I honestly could make an entire episode about. Oh, 100%. And how much, I mean, you know, we, we didn't do it for a, a, a very long time. But in that short time that we, you know, we went from a vendor to an artist and uh, the experience alone we'll just use you know, for what we know near and dear is the expo. The experience changed drastically oh, yeah. from year one to yeah. the last. And yeah, that's that's a whole talking point that we go all day about and it doesn't just affect the vendors. It affects you know the visitors and if the visitors knew what they were getting themselves into and what's 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 really going on behind you know the curtain, don't don't pay attention to the main mind the curtain. You know, it, <laughs> yeah. that's that's a whole episode in its own right. I'm sure we'll talk about it. Oh yeah, I mean it's not just the comic expo; it's any big media comic book convention. Yes, you know, Wizard. Look at Wizard World. Oh, that's a prime example. Yeah, 
Wizard World is probably the worst one mm-hmm. behind the scenes. And, and a lot of these people go to that show just because of the names attached to it. But nobody's making money there yeah. except for those celebrities. Yeah. Uh, people, in fact, most people are losing money. Oh, yeah. Rocket Roosters didn't even do since that Comic Expo this year because they lost so much money last year. Yeah. And it's a, it's a shame because, you know, like I said, you got these guys that are local that are you know, blood, sweat, tears, like Dave. Yeah. And, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's turned into this a giant media monster. And we, to be fair to the listener, you know, we, we have gone to a lot of shows. And it's not just the Wizard World. We've gone to uh, toy shows. We've gone to Louisville, Lexington, Indianapolis, up, up here in Dayton, Cincinnati. Chicago. Chicago. Um, everywhere. And I think actually the only ones we haven't really done are like the big ones like San Diego, New York. Yeah. There's like the, about, yeah, about the two major ones we have not. Yeah. But you know what? I'm not like, I'm not on all that. Yeah. I, and I'm not going to sit in a queue on a computer for like 24 hours and, and hope I get a ticket. To go sit and pack them with sardines and right. no offense to the people I want to go do. That's all you, but that's not, that's not me. I'm too old for that shit. Yeah. <laughs> that, I'm not going to tolerate that too well, but yeah. The experience alone in those times, and we every show I will say that we go into with an open mind, and unfortunately, it's just it's a confirmed bias every time. You know, everything in the dust is settled. We've been there for a day or two, experienced everything through and through, even twice, three times over, and it's still the same. You know, it, everything's across the board the same now, and it's unfortunate. Yeah, I mean, even as the artist, like this last show, like at Louisville, you know, my artwork is unique to me but it's not unique to artist alley right so we've even talked about like expanding my artwork merchandise to include like skins for like xbox controllers or you know game controllers or laptops or this that and the other Mm -hmm. and we've talked about even extending it to okay cam just text me hi <laughs> and that's staying in the podcast. I hope you hear that, Cam. You just text me, and I'm not reading it. We're screening. <laughs> I'm screening your calls. <laughs> did you used to decline a call from your period? Yes, I did. Now that I completely forgot what I was talking about. Oh, but yeah, you know, we like talk about like doing play mats and stuff yep. like that. Because like even in artist alley now, it's become such a like a thing to do. Like, even as a unique artist, you still don't really stand out against a horde of other artists. Yeah. The whole spaghetti at the wall thing. You just, you have to throw a bunch of product out and right. hope it interests somebody, you know? But, so that's, uh, I, I think 2020 will be interesting for us. I do. I'm actually very, I'm, I'm pretty optimistic. Um, you know, obviously, uh, with this podcast and everything that's coming out, and uh, hopefully we're, we're trying to work on some, some bigger, better things that are coming down the pipeline that we already storming ideas for um i think this is gonna be a great year for us i think this is a this is the way this is the way this is the way i have spoken <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's a uh, it's gonna it's definitely gonna be interesting i mean we're, we're still i mean we actually added a new member yep. to team damage within the last couple of weeks alone mm-hmm. um well with dan yes uh and he's still sticking to right on pod right on dude podcast yeah that's his right on dude podcast He's more like a mercenary. He drops in between. And, yeah. yeah. But he's he's getting his Twitch stream going too, and we're slowly wearing him down on carrying the David bag. We just gotta get him we gotta get him away from Cameron. Yeah, long enough. Yeah. Long enough. Um and then, you know, we Laney. Um she's technically a part of Team Damon now. Mm-hmm. Um, 
uh, there's been actually no official announcement, so I guess this is kind of actually the, the official official announcement. Or officially official. 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 Uh, that, that Laney is, uh, Laney actually started out as me and Amy's dog groomer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, she, she was just grooming our dogs. We had four dachshunds, don't ask. <laughs> uh, to her. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I I will never understand what possessed us to get four. Like we did, we couldn't even stop at three. Yeah, I know. Um, I understand two because you know Amy had hers, I had mine. Yeah. I don't know why we got third and four. I was kind of like they just Palpatine sitting on the side. Good, good. <laughs> but, uh, so she started as our dog groomer, and then through conversation with Amy, because her and Amy became friends, mm-hmm. like uh, we kind of discovered that uh, Lainey actually had a graphic design background. And, I hate coloring comments digitally. Mm-hmm. I don't like doing them. Right. I, I mean, in case you guys actually could figure it out or don't know yet, I hate technology. I don't that's, like a, with that's a fact. So the fact that I'm even actually recording the podcast right now is a step in the right direction. But Cam did hit me with that okay boomer comment when, gotcha. I, when I said I didn't like technology. And I was like, okay. Gotcha. Fair. That's fair. I'll, I'll figure this out. Um, but, you know, so we started talking and she was all about like coloring, coloring the comic. Yeah. And so, uh, she's when, like through conversation, like, like realized she's like kind of an avid gamer herself. And so was her, her boyfriend, Will. Mm-hmm. And they're, they've actually like come over to the house and hung out with Xander a lot. She babysits Xander. And she's also like really awesome artist in her own right. Um, her digital painting stuff is not my thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's definitely, it's good like for the content that it is. It's, right. it's very, uh, digital painting like wolves and stuff like that. It's really good. I like it. Yeah. So in the, the first couple of pages that she's actually sent back to me uh, with colors have been phenomenal. So yeah, we, we released Cincinnati 3000 issue one yeah. uh, back at Cincinnati Comic Expo. Mm-hmm. And I watercolored the entire book. I remember that. And I was against the clock on that one. But I got it done, and we released it, and it was, it was pretty well received. People that, you know, read it liked it. Yeah, I mean, I, I've always been honest with you on, on yeah. everything. I've kind of been your your grounding, if you will. And, well, we all have. We've all given you points and and all that good stuff. And I will say that I read that story, and it was it was absolutely a breath of fresh air. It was, it, was a, it was a comic for once that I actually wanted to keep turning the page because the story was... It kept you hanging. It kept you hanging until the next page. Like, where, where are we going with this? And uh, right up to the last page, you know, I, it was it was it for all intents and purposes, it was a page turner, and it was good. So if you're out there, give it a shot and give it a read. It is, I promise you, I'll allow you one punch to my face if you don't like it. We actually, I actually do still have some copies left of yes. that first print, and it is on the website uh, at, at teamdammit.com, uh, which is the interesting thing because. If anything ever actually comes to that comic yeah. and gets printed, um, because Laney's actually redoing the covers for uh, that that issue, and we're going to re-release it with the, the next issues that are coming out. So if you actually have a copy of the original, like mm-hmm. watercolored one, like if it ever goes anywhere, it might be worth something. Fingers crossed. Yeah, hoping. But uh, so the the first year, because and that's kind of how I broke up since like three thousand was you know. By years, mm-hmm. so twelve issues. Obviously, you know, twelve issues yeah. each, each year. Uh, and the first year is just an anthology series, which is hard to sell anthologies. Yeah, in, in the comic book world. 
But I like the idea of it because you get a comic book and it's a beginning, middle, and end story. Right. You don't feel like you have to go pick up issue two through five just to get to the end of the story. Or vice versa, the problem with, you know, the big Marvel and DC, where I have to pick up not only, you know, four, five, and six of this just to get the story, but I also got to pick up another character's individual story. Right. Just to make it all apart and stick together. So, so that was that was the goal of the first year since Andrew Thousand was just to tell good stories yes. in one single issue. Yes, that was the, it. The way it was beforehand. Right. And issue one dealt it, it, without spoilers. Uh, it deals with uh, you know a lot of uh, a realistic take on superpowers, but in a world where I guess how could you say it? people were depressed. Yes. And, and not knowing mm-hmm. what they're capable of. So it's definitely an interesting take on that. Uh, issue two, which we're working on, is uh, the, the space sci-fi horror. Which I'm excited for. Yeah, I, it would, I'm not going to even talk about it, but I, I gave Sean kind of the, the summary of the story, and it's pretty jacked up. <laughs> I, I'm, uh, so I, I, my thing is, I'm a, you know, I'm a big horror movie person um, you know, from, the, from the starts, and, and to, up until the recent, I love horror movies. And this got me excited. It's it's been a long time. Even if we're looking at the the cinematic world, that a horror movie is, you know, it's got me excited. And it, he gave me the, the concept for it, and I was pretty pumped for it. And I still am pretty pumped for it. So I would I would say definitely check that one out when it comes out. And I, I, I can I can give you the, the quick elevator pitch, so to speak, on issue two. It's essentially a you know post apocalyptic because I mean, it's since I three thousand deals with post apocalyptic. Mm-hmm. Period. That's what it's always been. Um, but in this in this story, humans scatter to the stars, and they have colony ships. And it circles or the story circles around one individual who is just simply a security guard for a research team, and they believe that they found a habitable planet. And in route to that planet, um, everybody starts dying, but in odd ways that. Uh, to ensure that the security guard is not being harmed. And so, of course, naturally, everybody thinks it's the security guard doing it. Mm-hmm. But the entire time, he's trying to save them and figure out what the hell's going on himself. And then that's that's kind of where that story's going to go. Yep. And he's, he's got a son back on the ship who, uh, you know, he, he, for unknown reasons, his mom's not around. Yeah. So. It reminded me of, it makes me a very generic um, association. It reminded me a lot of a little bit of Alien. Mm-hmm. It reminded me a lot of uh, the thing. It, it was, and that's where I think most of it, like where we pull most of our inspiration from is like because we both grew up. Like one of the first movies I ever watched, I think I was like four years old, mm-hmm. was Alien with oh, my yeah. grandma. Absolutely. Pretty sure my mom doesn't know about that one either. Not a huge deal. Yeah. <laughs> and then you know, I think it was like a year or two later, my dad like. Uh, I watched Predator with him. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's always been the big thing with me. I know me and Adam used to sneak and watch uh, like Silver Bullet and St- Stephen King movies. And yeah. Anytime Mom was out and about. And, you know, we were sitting there, you know, watching, I can't remember, uh, our, our little sister in her house. And um, she'd be watching Barney. And as soon as Jill would walk out of the room, or Brian was out of the room, well, switch the channel to the VCR. And, you know, there's Silver Bullet and there's werewolves running around. And, Fairly certainly traumatized her sister, but yeah, it's neither here nor there. Not huge deal, yeah. Just years of therapy. 
Right. As my sister so eloquently put it. Yeah, that's a fact. Right. But, so this is uh, this is what you guys have to look forward to with this yeah. podcast is, and we'll be talking about you know different things every episode. Yeah, we got a good lineup coming up. I'm pretty yeah. excited about it. We'll have some like little specials that we do, you know, talking about plays of the week of video gaming and yep. uh, with us, like we're not going to sit here and watch everybody else's Twitch streamed in, you know, like, oh, the doctor disrespected this awesome thing this week. Just get warmed up. Like, well, I, don't, I don't have time for that. I got a kid, I got a full-time job and comic book and now this and yep. Twitch stream. Oh yeah. Got my hands in a lot. Man, but, uh, man of many hats. Right. But, uh, yeah, and then, you know, we'll do, uh, we, we talked about doing a, a trending, like what trended in the last week, yep. which it will not be any serious conversation between us. Yeah, we're going to, we'll, we'll definitely gonna keep, you know, politics out of this. Politics seems to be, and that's something we both agreed on, you know, in every facet of everyday life, politics has, has made, it snuck its way in. Oh, yeah. And we don't, we're not going to do that to you. We obviously have our own opinions and, uh, we're going to take a very lighthearted approach and just kind of. Give you the rundown, if you will. We might pull the old me and, you know, just run up and put the toe on the line. <laughs> but I'll probably, you know, I might dangle it over for a second. But uh, I'll, I'll pull it back real quick. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so you check out the website, you know, www.teamdammit.com. Um, we'll be loading schedules on there for the podcast. The podcast will be on there. We have a shop on there, which mm-hmm. is open, actually open. The way I built the website was open source. Mm-hmm. So any artist, uh, and I, I want to try to keep it local, local artists, you yep. know, since I date, uh, any local artists that would like to sell stuff, the website can, mm-hmm. um, they will have their own profile on there and it's, it's, it's completely your thing. Yep. It's just a platform. Yes. Um, which is the goal. I know AJ is talking about loading some stuff on there and Laney, I've talked to Laney about it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, we also have our Instagram and you know, social media stuff, Yep. which I guess I'm getting better at that. You're getting there. I'm, I'm getting there. I still don't like it, but I'm getting there. <laughs> but, so yeah, we're uh, we will we will let you guys know uh, on future ideas. And if you guys have ideas for stuff for us to talk about, uh, you guys can shoot us an email through the website. Absolutely. But other than that, this has been the introduction of Team Dammit and where we came from and who we are. And uh, God help you for actually clicking on that link. And sticking with us for an hour. Yeah. Jeez. You're a trooper. <laughs> and, and God help you for coming back for more if you go click on episode two when that comes out. Well, listen, if you come back, you're glutton for punishment at that yeah. point. <laughs> Which is what I've been saying for 28 years. I'm just glutton for punishment. <laughs> asshole. So, that being said, you guys, uh, you guys have fun and enjoy your day. And always remember, complete success, right or failure. Thanks, guys.